Chapter 136 of Tales of Laughter. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Dale Grothman. Tales of Laughter by Nora Archibald Smith and Kate Douglas Wiggin. Chapter 136 The Seven Boys and the Monster. It was a Saturday afternoon, and Casper, Michael, Fritz, and little Bessie were playing before their house, when presently little Hans came running toward them, and breathlessly cried, What have I seen? What have I seen? What have you seen, then? exclaimed all the children in one voice, collecting around him. A monster! A frightful monster! answered Hans, wiping the sweat from his brow. You are afraid of your own shadow, fearful Hans, said Caspar mockingly. Perhaps your neighbor's black cat has turned her fiery eyes on you again. I am not afraid of my shadow, answered Hans angrily. Had you only been there, your ridicule would soon have vanished. A cat is not a bit like a grasshopper, a fearful great grasshopper, on which one could ride. At this the children wondered very much and when Hans related that he had seen the monster in the shepherd's hut in the field, that it had horns, and such a voice that the whole hut trembled, they almost believed him. And little Fritz thought, Who knows if it is not one of the rhinoceroses, of which Herr Goldman told us yesterday? Has this monster done you any harm? asked little Bessie. No, answered Hans. When I screamed it shrank back into its house. Then I must go and see it, said Caspar, and if you will all follow, I will go now. The children determined to go, but little Hans said, I will not go unarmed. So Caspar mounted his horse-stick, put on his helmet, and buckled his sabre to his side. Michael took his gun, Fritz the drum, and little Hans his lance. You must remain at home, little Bessie, said Hans. I won't bear the blame if the monster hurts you. "'But I want to go with you,' answered little Bessie, almost crying. "'And, if you will not take me, I will tell my mother.' "'Let her go, then,' said Fritz. "'But remember, Bessie, you must always keep ten yards behind.' Thus, having armed themselves, they took courage, and Caspar thought, "'Oh, if we could only catch the monster, dead or alive. "'Ah, here come Peter and Frank and George. "'They can also go along with us.' but they must take the great bean-pole out of the garden, that we may be able to attack the monster at a distance. Now the little army set itself in motion. Caspar on Rojo, for so his horse was named, came first as commander. Then came Hans with the spear, Fritz with the drum, Michael with the gun, and lastly Peter, Frank, and George with the pole. Little Bessie came ten yards behind them. All were full of courage, and they sang, The general on his horse comes first, the next the spear and drum, the soldier with his gun, and three armed with a beam-pole come. But Bessie marches, after all, that unto her no harm may fall. When they came to the little wood through which one must go in order to get to the great meadow where the shepherd's cot stands, Hans cried out all at once, his flag nearly falling from his hands. Did you not hear a noise? Yes, cried all trembling, but Fritz still had courage enough to say, Bessie must remain behind. Then they whispered to one another, The monster, perhaps, has hidden here. 
but they dared not run away for fear the monster would fall on them from behind and they resolved to lie on the ground and listen so they laid down all apart and presently they whispered hans trembles very much and after a long time fritz asked have you heard anything caspar no he said and the other said no and frank thought perhaps it was only the wind at this they took courage and in order to show that they were not afraid they sang o wind in the woods whistle all day long we'll whistle as boldly we'll whistle as strong and they began to whistle with all their strength against the wind when they had come out of the woods they saw the shepherd's hut standing quite alone in the distance the sheep were peacefully feeding with their little bells sounding merrily along the meadows only an old ram saw the young band of heroes and it ventured nearer in order to look wonderingly but caspar rode against it brandishing his sword which made the ram bleat and gallop away now is the time said caspar we will first walk three times round the hut with no one making any noise bessie still stops behind cried fritz out of the strength of his love once more i say exclaimed caspar loudly and forcefully no one must make a noise we will now walk around and when we are about to attack fritz will give the signal with his drum so they began to walk around the hut and they marched round much oftener than three times and each time they stopped at the same place we cannot go around any more said caspar we must attack the monster from some place do you hide first behind the oak tree one behind another that the monster may not see you i will step on to the wheel there and look in at the window but mind you are all ready at the first call as they hid themselves behind the oak he walked slowly with drawn sword to the hut and little hans whispered behind the tree if there should be a wolf in the hut do you remember the story of little red riding hood this made them very afraid and they held on fast to one another only frank dared look out to see how their captain got on he had arrived at the hut and having fastened his horse to a stake he mounted the wheel in order to look through the window but what a monster a great bearded beast with horns sprang with a loud cry at him and caspar pale as death from terror fell back and could scarcely cry help help the monster as he called out franz said it has a beard and horns and such a voice and hans who stood next to the oak fell back on the rest and one after the other they fell to the ground fritz picked himself up first and called to caspar from afar has he eaten you up yet dear caspar who cried caspar springing up who and out of the hut sounded again the cry it shook the door and all fell back again a goat came running up with playful jumps to our heroes herr gulman's sick goat cried out all which since the day before yesterday we have not seen in the schoolyard did i not say so cried caspar but ah fearful hans where is the monster it must still be within protested hans you also have seen it we will look again cried the enraged caspar in anger but as the monster has not eaten the goat it is no cannibal just come here and stand around while hans and i go in and do you hold the bar of the door that the monster may not come out 
all were in spite of their former terror become courageous still hans would willingly have gone back if he had not disliked being called fearful hans he placed himself therefore at the door behind caspar holding his banner before his eyes and pressing it close to him but caspar did not remark that hans had placed himself behind him and hans on the other hand did not see caspar turn himself angrily and quickly round the hut being very dark and it so happened that he overturned hans and fell over him the monster the monster cried hans and caspar exclaimed too the monster the monster for each thought that it had overthrown him with the quickness of lightning they sprang up again in order to escape through the door but those outside only held the bar faster with terror and hans and caspar kicked with such violence against the wood that the others cried the monster the monster but this time it was not a goat but the spectre which every one sometimes sees and feels this our hero caspar very soon found out and springing up he stamped thrice on the ground with his foot and seizing poor hans by the collar he shook him angrily and cried out in a voice nearly choking with rage you are a coward you are a coward dear caspar let me go i will not do it again hans you are a coward cried caspar for the third time shaking him but as little hans said i will certainly show you a monster and as the others begged for his life he let him loose stamped again on the ground and exclaimed oh i would have commanded a band of heroes i would have caught the monster and led it in triumph home but now it is gone and you are the cause but meanwhile the goat which at first had so frightened them approached again and performed various playful capers to induce them to play with it this increased caspar's rage who would have seized the animal and beaten it but it ran back and then lowered its horns rushing against caspar not very softly this excited him the more he made a bold spring seizing the brute by the hair and mounted it in order to better hold it but lo the goat ran wildly away with him with mad jumps through the woods past shrieking bessie away into the village where the people pointed their fingers at him mockingly where did the goat stop caspar while he lives will not forget this it easily found the way to the schoolhouse where it had once joyfully fed and flying to the yard where the affrighted dog tried to seize it it rushed into the school at the principal entrance and stood suddenly in the schoolroom where herr gulman was correcting the exercises of his scholars he heard the tremendous noise and outcry and putting on his spectacles he discovered all what further happened i will omit out of pity for caspar who may read this history some time only this i must mention that herr gulman made him read and explain on monday morning for a religious exercise the history of david and goliath and soon after he unwillingly related the story of the seven swabians who allowed themselves to be conquered by a hare and at that seven little boys blushed very deeply i believe however that seven times seventy and seven little boys would have blushed at this story I have just told if it had happened to them. End of chapter 136 of Tales of Laughter The Seven Boys and the Monster